Welcome to the Rochester Local Podcast. My name is Becky Montpetit. I am the owner of Rochester Local, and today I'm joined by Catherine Richard, a reporter with Minnesota Public Radio based in Rochester, and I'm very excited to talk with you. But before we do that, I want to acknowledge the sponsors of this podcast. First up is the Edit Shop, who styled our beautiful set today. Um, so if you need any help with interiors, uh, please contact the Edit Shop. Um, also, First Alliance Credit Union, thank you for your sponsorship of our podcast. This is the first episode. I'm, I'm so, so excited. I'm so excited oh, for you. Um, so, Catherine, how, for, I'm going to ask you a couple questions and we're going to get into the real good questions um so for the viewers and the watchers what we're going to do on rochester local podcast is get to know locals we've had reader submitted questions um and i am just going to go through and ask Catherine several different questions about what it's like to live in rochester how does she live as a rochester local but before i get into those questions mm -hmm. i want to know how did we meet because I, I know, I know this, and I want to see if you remember. I it. remember. Do you? We were in Target. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, are you the Rochester mom's mom? Yeah. Have we talked before? Because right. I feel like I know you. Right. But then, hilariously, we both part ways in Target. We pledged to get together at some yeah. point, and then we both are at Trader Joe's right. 30 minutes later. Yes. And I'm like, I'm not following you, Becky. <laughs> but you are. But I am. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And I just remember that because I think it was maybe five or six years ago. Yeah. And I kind of remember we both had little kids at that time, but we're both professional and working. Mm -hmm. And we were both like, hey, yeah. <laughs> are you Catherine? Hey, are you? I mean, as we're buying, we were in the diaper aisle. I, we were in the diaper aisle. It was absolutely, we were buying infant stuff. So that just says a lot about where we were. In right, life at the time. right, right. Anyways, we become good friends. And I'm so honored yes. to have you on the podcast. Um, just tell us a little bit about NPR. Do you have any projects coming up? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm so excited you asked. My colleagues and I are working on a project right now. It's called Winter Play. Winter Play. Winter Play. And it's all kind of in appreciation of winter in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I am not from here. I am from North Carolina. One thing that surprised me. It's a little me, different. It's a little different. Yeah. But one thing that has surprised me in a really good way since I moved here is how Minnesotans don't really complain about the cold weather. Yeah. I would assume that that's what you do in Minnesota, yeah. but it's sort of frowned upon, and I love how Minnesotans embrace it, right? Yeah. So we came up with this idea that myself and all my colleagues who work in greater Minnesota, so mm -hmm. not based in St. Paul necessarily, would try a winter activity that we had never done before. Uh -huh. So we're going to be doing snoga, which is... Snoga! Snow yoga. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I love this already. I love uh, it already. Ice fishing, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be going dog sledding next week. See, I'm obsessed about this. Yeah. I am so obsessed. I cannot wait to read about yeah, what you're so gonna, Yeah, so in the month of February, you're going to be hearing this on the air. You can read about it on our website. We're also going to be pro providing a lot of tips on how you can do it, too, right? Oh, I love it. This is accessible stuff. Here's how you can yep. try it. And we really want to hear from our audience as mm -hmm. well. So if anyone listening has a great idea, you can DM me on Twitter. That's okay. at Cat Richard. That's C A T R I C H E R T. You've done this a time or two. I have done it a time or two. <laughs> or they can send stuff into our newsroom um, mailbox, which or, or email inbox, mm -hmm. which you can find on our website at mprnews.org. Oh, I cannot wait. I hope that there's video. Oh, there's going to be video. There's oh, going to be so, pictures. Oh, video. thank goodness. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, so that makes and me... And me screaming on the back of a slide. I, <laughs> I can just cannot wait to see this. It's going to be the best. All right, let's get, to, let's get asking some questions. Okay. I cannot wait. Okay. 
Catherine, what makes you good at your job? I'm nosy. Oh, you're nosy. Mm -hmm. No, I think about this a lot. Nosy is one way to put it. The nicer um, way to say it would probably be I'm authentically curious. And I really mean that. I'm inquisitive. I'm inquisitive. (laughs) I think when I I hear about anything, um, I want to know why. Right. How? Sure. Yeah. So I think I think that's just a skill that I've always had, and it's part of my personality. And I think it's one reason why I've stuck with this career for almost yeah. 20 years, you know? And yeah. I really, really love my job because every day I get to go out and learn something new, and I am constantly surprised. The Rochester Local Podcast is sponsored by First Alliance Credit Union. First Alliance Credit Union is Rochester's original credit union and has been helping the members of our community achieve their financial goals since 1932. Today, First Alliance Credit Union serves almost 20,000 members across the five southeast Minnesota counties of Olmsted, Dodge, Goodhue, Wabasha, and Winona. Anyone who lives, works, worships, owns a business, or attends school within these five county communities is eligible to open an account at First Alliance Credit Union. Depositing $5 is all it takes to open your account at First Alliance Credit Union. You can learn more and open your account online at firstalliancecu.com or visit one of their six local branch locations today. First Alliance Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA and an equal opportunity lender. Yes. No, I love that. And I think you kind of have to be built that way, right? It's not everyone who um, wants to go out and ask a question. I'm like this in my family. I My mom just loves to ask enough questions to really get to know a person. And I think it's really funny because AJ is like, wow, AJ is my husband. He's like, ooh, you're asking a lot of questions. And I'm like, well, I'm just very curious, curious, right? And I think it requires a level of humility too. Yeah. I know I'm not the smartest person in the room, right. and I know that there are other people who know a whole lot more yeah. about things than I do. So right. you sort of approach the world that way. And people live fascinating lives, they right? Do. You, yeah. you need to know that. All right. Okay. What podcast are you listening to right now? Um, it's called Wind of Change. Becky, have you ever heard of it? <laughs> Only because you recommended it to me. <laughs> I haven't finished it yet, um, and it's actually a few years old, and I kind of missed the initial... Um, excitement about it. Um, So I'm enjoying it now. But this is a podcast uh, that seeks to answer the question of whether the CIA wrote the late 80s, early 90s hit by the Scorpions. Okay, I'm going to whistle it. I'm going to whistle it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody recognize this? That is how it goes. Yeah. Um, Massive hit internationally. Yeah. Not as much in the U.S., Yeah, right? but it's a song I think we've all heard, right? Yeah. On the radio at some point. I feel like everybody's going to recognize that whistle. Yeah. Right? And what I love about the podcast is that it is not just about this question. It's really a, an interesting exploration of how um, the CIA has collaborated with the entertainment industry yeah. over the years to, to, to complete their mission, right? Mm-hmm. Movies and music and all of that. And I find that stuff fascinating. I think in a different life, I could have been a spy or a detective or something like that. You'd be a great spy. (laughs) One of the things that really struck me about this podcast, and I I really recommend it, but there is a language warning, so just be Mm -hmm. aware of that, parents, um, is that the CIA under, I think it was Eisenhower, decided to take a softer approach to propaganda yeah. as a part, as opposed to just like helicoptering in leaflets and like dropping them, yeah. you know, places. They decided like what really affects a culture and it's the things like entertainment, music or whatever. So they're using things like songs. That Did resonate this, with yes, people, Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Did the CIA write 
winds of change. T- Don't tell me if you know. TBD. 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 So um, if you're interested in anything like that, you definitely have to check out yeah. winds of change. For sure. All right. Uh, best dish in Rochester. Okay. So this is actually going to be a mashup of appetizers. Oh, perfect. At Thai Pop. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So you get the son-in-law eggs. So good. You get the Brussels sprouts. Yes. And you get the tamarind shrimp. And oh. you eat it yourself and don't share. Absolutely. I would do a lot of things for those Brussels sprouts. They're truly delicious. They're yeah. amazing. If you have not had the Brussels sprouts at Thai Pop, <laughs> give, the them a ch- give them a chance. Yeah. DoorDash tonight. Um, what are some changes you've seen in Rochester since moving here? So maybe tell us when you moved here yeah. and what you've seen. Okay. So I think I moved here at a really interesting time to answer that okay. question. My then boyfriend, now husband... Came in 2008, shocker, to be a resident at Mayo Clinic, right? Shocker. Mm -hmm. Weird reason to move here. Um, And I came in 2009, and I um, have really seen the city transform under Destination Medical Center. Mm -hmm. It's something I pay a lot of attention to because Mm -hmm. it is part of my beat as a reporter who covers Southeast Minnesota Mm -hmm. for NPR. And, um, you know, I can remember, I mean, I just really have vivid memories of. Um, going to Chester's a lot when we first moved here. And Chester's is great. Actually, side note, I was today years old, more or less, when I found out that uh, Chester's is short for Rochester. (laughs) Didn't know it. Never put the pieces together. (laughs) So that's where that name came from. Apparently, this is what I hear. So, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's that. That's it's connected. Yeah. Uh, but you know I've really seen the city change Um, the landscape has literally changed Mm -hmm. the demographics have literally changed Mm -hmm. the uh, assortment of things to do and places to eat has really changed and that's been a very exciting transformation to watch as someone who lives here Mm -hmm. but also as someone who reports on this area it seems like there's sort of endless things to to cover yeah yeah. Um, fun story about Chester's Chester's um I lived here pre-Chester's, so when Chester's opened up, it was like, yeah, it was just like it ushered in a new era of downtown dining. That's what I would say. Yeah. For sure. I can see that. Yep. Okay. Um, what is something you find really interesting about Rochester? Okay. So, um, more deep thinking. Yep. Uh, I... Really have loved peeling back the onion of Mm -hmm. Rochester. Obviously, we are closely associated with Mayo Mm -hmm. Clinic. And I think the clinic's approach to what it does seeps into our community and shows itself in really unexpected ways. The the ethos of that institution is so embedded in our culture Mm -hmm. here. All that being said, I have really loved getting to know people like yourself, but also other friends who grew up here who are not associated with Mayo Clinic. I'm kind of proud to say that like half of my social network now isn't necessarily associated with Mayo Clinic. Mm -hmm. And I have been really, um, I don't know, just inspired to see people here try new things that have nothing to do with the medical field. Mm -hmm. It's really fun to watch that happen. So I hope to see more of that going forward. So Rochester is a really surprising community. Once you've given it a little time, you have to get to know it. I believe that, too. And I think there's a a real vibrancy. And sometimes it does just ripple right underneath the surface. And, you know, you know, uncovering that is um, so important. And I think that it's just been... um, so exciting the last couple of years, like you said. Yeah. So, all right, <clears throat> something a little bit more lighthearted. What is one random or eccentric fact about yourself? 
Uh, so I used to play piano very competitively. A competitive Ooh. piano? Well, okay. I'm setting you up for a, a, a surprise twist okay, on that wait. story. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait. It was also, I also had like debilitating anxiety when I played, especially hmm. as I became a teenager and got older, which is strange to me now because I, you know, sort of have to talk in the public all the time. Right. It's not that yeah. much different. So I went to college at Oberlin College in Ohio, which is known mostly for the fact that it has one of the best music conservatories in the country, but I didn't enroll in the conservatory. Oh, I liked the idea of being uh-huh. in a musical community. Okay. And while I was there, I joined the steel drum band, and it was amazing and liberating. A steel drum player. Yeah, and it was an ensemble, and we would tour... We played, I mean, our practice schedule was bananas. I think we would practice three times a week until midnight at, the, at night for like three hours at a time. We took ourselves really seriously, but it's like a core Oberlin institution. And so it was a great way for me to continue to be musical and scratch that itch without having to take myself so seriously. And it was so fun to play as opposed oh to God. piano where I would like shake and like just freak out every time I had to play in front of people. So, so do you have steel drums at home now? I don't. Oh. I keep hoping my, Dave, if you're listening... <laughs> Dave? I'm just going to reiterate my Dave? my my yearly suggestion that maybe a steel drum shows up in our house yeah. on my birthday. <laughs> Dave, call me. I'll, make that, yeah. I'll help you make that happen. That's awesome. Steel drums. Yeah. Who would have known? Who would have known? That's amazing. Okay. Following off of music, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, Country Roads, Take Me Home, oh, John Denver. Oh, yeah. I'm res- really resisting the urge right now to sing it. <laughs> People don't need to hear that. But that is a, a great one. I feel like I have one that's predictable, Don't Stop Believing, mm-hmm. and one that is unpredictable, and that would be Under the Sea from oh. the Smash It, The Little Mermaid. Because who expects no the seaweed that's on my screen in the karaoke bar? Yeah. But I know every single lyric to that song like the back of my head. I would like to see that happen someday. Yeah. Okay, so there's a major karaoke scene in Rochester. Had no idea. Right now. You heard it first in Rochester local. Yes, right. Really heating up. Uh, Thesis, Charlie's, Ah. VFW, they all have Sounds like a night out. Yeah, sounds like we should make a plan. (laughs) Uh, All right, I'm going to skip around. Okay, here's one. If you could bring one amenity to Rochester, what would it be and why? Uh, an out ice skating rink in Peace Plaza or Ooh. a splash pad or both. And oh, I know we're getting a splash yes. pad, which is exciting, but it's my coming. kids will probably be a little too old to enjoy mm, it by that time. Yeah. Now, let me just say something about the ice skating rink. I know that we have ice skating rinks around the community mm-hmm. and on so- Soldier's Field. Yes. They're great. But I've been to places where it's like sort of a pop-up in the winter yes. there's vendors it's like a whole winter outdoor experience like rockefeller center and i know we're not in new york city twinkle lights yeah. music i can i can i can picture i could it. really see that and i think it would be great to have something that people can coalesce around downtown yeah. that isn't um episodic you know like yeah you know just three days or whatever yeah and the whole town comes out if it's like two days and then it's super crowded yeah exactly yeah. no it's kind of, kind of like ongoing and then there's somebody there and they're stoking the bonfire or yeah. whatever yeah. and somebody's I, now i'm envisioning somebody is selling those um roasted spiced nuts that you can get at markets yeah. you know so there's music playing yeah, yeah. It's very, you can rent great. skates oh, yeah it sounds yeah. really romantic okay let's we can make that happen right <laughs> let's make that happen um all right uh, best rochester adventure you've been on oh my gosh okay so way back in the day okay this is like rochester adjacent it's not in rochester mm-hmm. yeah that's okay. fine it's a 30 mile radius so i have friends 
named Kyle and Emily who are really adventurous. And there was a time when we didn't have kids and we lived down the street from each other. And one day they just, it was like a Saturday and they called me up mm. and they were like, do you want to go morel hunting? And I was like, yeah, I got nothing to do. I have no obligations. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we went morel oh, hunting yes. in Whitewater State Park and it was wild. I couldn't find one, but my friend Emily has like Pulling them morel up. mushroom x-ray vision. Radar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And she just came back with a pile of them. So it was just like this kind of fun, spontaneous day. And then we had ate at some barbecue place somewhere nearby and I can't even tell you where it was. It's somewhere between here and there. Yeah. Here and there. Yeah. It's great. Oh, so fun. Whitewater is such a great place. Such a great place. I feel like it's not a hidden gem, but yeah. Whitewater. Check plus. Okay. One more question. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to ask you thoughts on the Rochester geese. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tell me. Okay, so real love-hate relationship. I personally love the geese. I don't mind when they stop traffic. I think it's quaint and cute. <laughs> quaint and cute. Okay. I, I know other people would disagree. Okay. My problem is with the poop. The poop. And I Always. cannot stress to you how the poop actually factors into decisions about what we end up doing. Do we do we uh, go? Yeah. Sometimes we're like, are we going to down by the riverside? Yes. Because that no, I know. area is covered in goose poop. So if we could do something about the poop... Yeah. I would love the geese like 100%. But yeah. right now it's sort of 50-50. I know. You kind of have to like watch your step, right? Like, Big time. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for answering those questions. Absolutely. Something else that we're going to be doing on the Rochester Local Podcast is tying back into the locals that have lived here before us. Okay. Um, Rochester was incorporated, I think, shortly before it became a state. I'll have to look in before Minnesota became a state. I'll have to look into that. But my mom, who is this major historian, shout out Chris Weens, thank you so much for your research. She has been looking into different things that happened in Rochester in its past, mm. specifically locals. Okay. Okay. Um, so she went to the Historical Society and, um, and just kind of started poking around January, the week of January 10th, 20, 1923. So a hundred years ago. Right. To date. Okay. Um, so she came up with this, which I think is hilarious. I'm going to talk about it. All right. So let's see how I'm old. Police think city is nice, quiet town. News article from 1923. Almost too quiet is complaint of the officers on their beats in an effort to remain warm. Too quiet, complain the cops on their beats. The Rochester policemen are of the opinion that if they had a little excitement now and then to stir them up, they would not notice the cold weather so much. Rochester is either a oh here we go. <laughs> Rochester is either a banditless city, or they think it is a hard town to get out of, or we have got them bluffed. Ventured one of the local minions of the law this morning. I don't want to see any robberies pulled off, but I would like something to take my mind off the cold. Well, that's some good journalism right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good lead, <laughs> right? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Like, keep the what I think is uh, interesting is that they are looking for something to keep them warm. Yeah, right. I can. Okay, so I would love to read that to a Rochester police officer today. Right, Rochester police officer, if you're listening, tell us <laughs> your thoughts on that. It's hard. I mean, uh, Rochester is a safe community, you know. Right. Um, um, and I feel so safe here. But I think, um, it, you know, it, just how times have changed, right? I mean, I, I imagine first of all. We have heating in cars now, so that's so much of an issue. So you think back a hundred <laughs> yeah. years ago, yeah. we're talking about, did they, I want to know, 
Were they walking around town? They clearly didn't have like cars with sirens going all over the place. Did they have an automobile? Yeah, maybe not, right? And maybe so they're just maybe they're walk- walking the beat downtown. Right, and they're just looking Lord. for something. To keep them or, you know, someone Mrs. to run after. Mrs. Norris's cat out of the tree or something. Yeah. But man, they were complaining about no activity in yeah. Rochester, which is yeah. a really interesting thing to report on. Yeah, I love it. That's great. <laughs> so we'll be doing more of those because I think it's just so interesting to realize like, hey, you and I are living our lives right now. And we're locals, but it's it's hard to remember that there's been so many generations of locals. And I think looking back in history is a lot of fun. So oh, we'll I be love, doing that. I love it. Um, and then the last thing that I wanted to do with you today on this very first Rochester Local Podcast is introduce our sticker board. Ooh. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. So... As you can see, we've got one sticker right in the middle. What we're going to be doing is inviting you, our viewers and listeners, to send in a sticker. We're going to slap it on our board, and we're going to talk about whatever it represents, a business, a restaurant, um, an organization, or whatever. We want to be able to highlight it on the podcast. So we got started with the Minnesota logo sticker. My husband, AJ, made it, and I think he made it maybe like four years ago. Mm, Okay, This was when... Rochester Local was Rochester Mom. We changed our name recently. Um, And we really used it to promote the website, the city. We handed it out. So it's very nostalgic to me. So I just wanted to slap it up there as the first sticker and then invite anybody else who wants to send in a sticker to message me and I'll give you the address to mail it to. But yeah. So anyways. It's a good sticker. I feel like it's sort of timeless. Yeah, it is a little timeless. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little timeless, and AJ's very talented, so I had to show off his skills. <laughs> so anyways, Catherine, thank you so much oh, for Becky, joining my pleasure. me on the very first episode of the Rochester Local Podcast. So um, again, thank you to First Alliance Credit Union. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Rochester Local Podcast. We're going to have a lot of fun here, and I'm so thankful you've tuned in. Our goal is to share our city through the locals that live here. Rochester is full of vibrant people with stories to tell. Have an idea for someone to be featured? Email me, becky at rochesterlocal.com. Here's what's coming up this weekend in Rochester. Saturday, February 4th, it's snow crazy at Cory Hill Nature Center from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. $7. Bring your family and friends for an afternoon of snow games and experience snow like you never have before. Try your luck ice bowling or throwing snow snakes on the frozen pond. Test your skills with ice and easy hide and seek, tic-tac snow, and snowball toss. This festival style event is go at your own pace and in your own order. Plan on activities taking between 60 to 90 minutes. All activities are outdoors, so dress for the weather. A ticket is required for all in attendance, and children must be accompanied by an adult. Here's another fun event on Saturday, February 4th. Open Art Studio at the Rochester Art Center, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Drop in for an entree of creative projects or bring your own supplies and projects to the Art Center. The Open Studio offers a community space for informal arts exploration. The Open Art Studio is included with the cost of admission. $5 for adults, $3 for seniors and military, and free for those 21 and under. And one more event to highlight for Saturday, February 4th, the Moonlight Snow Snowshoe Stroll at Eagle Bluff Environmental Learning Center. There are three times to choose from 5 p.m., 6 p.m., and 7 p.m., and it's $10. Stroll along a moonlit trail on a beautiful winter evening. Gaze at the stars, 
outdoors, listen to the wind over the prairie, explore the nighttime woods, then stop by a campfire to warm up with some hot chocolate. Snowshoes are provided. This sounds like a quintessential Minnesota winter activity. There will be an additional trail through the prairie for those interested in a longer route. Headlamps are available, but feel free to bring your own. Ages 6 and under are free. Youth under the age of 18 must be accompanied by an adult. Dogs on a leash are welcome. All right, heading into Sunday, February 5th, a couple of events to highlight. Sign language story time at Spark. This is a brand new story time. Super cool. 10.30 to 11 a.m. Included with the admission to Spark. Come to Spark to have story time with the Circle of Friends Signing School. You will learn some new signs and enjoy some fun books. Also on Sunday, February 5th, Wolves in Winter at Oxbow Park Nature Center. That's 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Learn about the largest canine species in North America. Observe the natural behaviors and social interactions of wolves as you learn about the wolves that live at the Zolman Zoo. Meet at the Wolf Exhibit. If you are looking for more Rochester events, head to our events calendar at rochesterlocal.com slash calendar. And don't forget, you can always submit your own events. Thanks for listening to the Rochester Local Podcast, and I hope to see you out and about.